Hello and welcome to the B-Team Podcast. My name is John Macy. Uh, My purpose here today is to uh, provide a relatively short uh, new release. Well, it's not a new release, really. It was released last December, but I just saw it yesterday. Um, To do a really quick review of uh, the latest Tom Hanks film, uh, the Western he did with Paul Greengrass titled News of the World. Uh, this was apparently released in uh, December of 2020. I know it had a very limited theatrical run due to all the pandemic stuff. I'm not even really sure there are that many theaters open at that point, but they released it anyway, um, and it was available on most streaming services immediately at a premium price, like 20 25 bucks. Um, waited until the price came down personally to do that. Uh, just because it looked interesting, and I generally like the stuff that Hanks does, but wasn't willing to pay twenty twenty five for something I wasn't even really sure what it had to do with, other than being Western. Um, in this film, Hanks plays a character named Jefferson, Captain Jefferson Kidd, who was in the this. Oh, for starters, this is set in eighteen seventy Texas, so it's a couple of years after the Civil War. Uh, Hanks' Captain Kidd was a member of the Texas Militia, who was obviously on the Confederate losing side of the Civil War. And uh, as a result of that, he, um, I guess occupation-wise, he takes up an occupation after the Civil War of collecting newspapers from various cities in his travels and going to smaller towns and villages to be paid to like sit in the town church or whatever and read newspapers, read newspaper articles to people. Um, I was unaware this was a thing that was done back then. Uh, I never actually heard of such a thing uh, prior to watching this film. It's an interesting idea. I mean, obviously stuff like that had to be disseminated to those areas in some way. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe large percentages of those those towns and villages would be illiterate, and you would need somebody to do that. Um, but anyway, that's just an interesting angle that I was, I was completely unaware that was a thing that happened. Uh, so um, in his travel, he comes across a, a uh, maybe 10-year-old uh, Nordic girl. She's like German or something. And... Uh, Turns out she was uh, kidnapped by Indians, Indians, Native Americans, sorry, Brendan, and whoever else might be offended by the fact that I just said Indians, <laughs> um, kidnapped by Native Americans uh, during, you know, in like infancy or her very early childhood and was being repatriated to her family by the government. Um and Hanks comes across her after that after that group that was trying to bring her back to her family had been raided or murdered or something. So he he decides to take her with him. Um, he goes to the closest town where they have what they call an Indian agent who deals with all the whatever relations that town or area has with the the local local Native Americans in the area. Uh, he finds out that the the Indian agent person's going to be out traveling around for about three months. So the the guy in charge of the town says, oh, why don't you take her to her 
her family or whatever is like, yeah, but I can't do that. I have a just kind of have a job where I just sort of wander around and and whatever. That's no place for a kid. So he tries to leave the child with a friend of his who lives in the town that he had think they said he had served with in the Confederate Army. Um, and that fails because she immediately runs away um, to try to get back to the the tribe that she had been taken away from. She has, really has no memory of being anything other than uh, raised as a Native American. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and then, so Hanks decides he has to, you know, as much as he doesn't really want to do it, or kid, or whatever the you know the character's name. I just threw Hanks in there. Oh well. Um, so kid decides he has to has to get her to her family. Um, so he just kind of brings her along, and he stops he stops along the way to do readings in towns because he still has to make money. Um, this was an interesting movie. My wife didn't really like it. You know, she has problems with these things. Like she unless she can see like some larger point to a film or something, I guess she, a lot of times she doesn't really like things like this. Cause she goes into it with the question of like, what is this movie trying to say or accomplish? And, um, as much as I enjoyed this, I do think it's, um, it's, it was kind of like for lack of a better term, uh, episodic in nature. Like it has this, through line of like he's trying to get this kid back to her family but then you know various things happen along along that path that um that uh don't you know you could almost watch any one of those things pulled out on their own and as long as you knew what the basic concept of the film was you almost could watch any of those segments without without watching any of the rest of it like he gets to one town and these dudes just decide that they want to take the kid from him. And it's not clear why, like, you know, it kind of reads in multiple ways as it's going on. Like at some point it just seems like, you know, maybe the guy in charge of this little gang doesn't like Indian Indians again, idiot raised in the eighties, uh, doesn't like native Americans and, basically just wants to take it out on this kid. Um, or there's times where it also seems like they think she might have value to somebody. So they want to kidnap her and sell her to somebody or something. And it's unclear. Um, I could have done with a little more clarity on that, but then that ends up how it ends up. And you just go on to the next thing. Like Hanks goes to a mining town or, or like a labor camp type town that's run by like this rich dude and it has all these um, people that are obviously not of that economic uh, level distinction around him. And uh, the kid character kind of looks at this as like, well, this isn't great. Um, And then, so he, you know, he deals with that in the way that he deals with that. Um, And then there's a whole section where, um, they they encounter a dust storm and almost get killed. So I mean it it was it's a solid film. I mean Hanks generally elevates to me much like Denzel Washington. He and Denzel are sort of in a class that do this. Um he and Denzel sort of 
elevate material in movies just by their mere presence in a, in a movie. Like I, I think I like this more than I probably would have if some other actor had done it. Um, you know, cause if, if Hanks doesn't do it, I just don't know if I care. Like the fact that he's there and he generally has a lot of goodwill with most members of an audience as you know, I, what really like a lot of his work, but I would assume that he has given his public image and stuff that he has fairly goodwill with a lot of, with a lot of an audience. And I feel like if this kind of character was played by somebody other than him, not only does he come across as kind of like unlikable, um, I just don't know that anybody would watch this if he doesn't do this. Um, so, I mean, it was interesting. It, I I would have I could have done with like more of a more of a through line with it. Like maybe some of it is like maybe that group at the beginning that tries to chase him down and steal the kid. Like maybe that goes throughout the film in some way. Like maybe they're not constantly being chased, but there's always this thread of those people coming back and trying to take the kid from him. It's a good like half an hour of the movie, and then it just kind of drops off. Um, and maybe if there had been more of that, like, you know, there's a certain amount of, of, of danger slash peril, whatever throughout it, then maybe that helps a little bit. Um, there's also, and I'm going to try to put this across without ruining said twist. Um, this thing also tries to have a twist in it toward the end, uh, involving Hanks's wife, uh, which doesn't work really for reasons I don't especially want to get into. I don't want to get into the particulars in case somebody has an interest in seeing this. I don't want to ruin it for you. Um, but it almost in a way sort of, I'm trying the best term I can think to use is that it kind of subverts itself in a way, in a way that makes it just not work. Like, I feel like the audience would kind of be surprised by it, but the way the characters deal with it or the main character deals with it is like, okay, but why do we then care? Um, so I would say this, um, so it was a solid watch. Uh, I think if I had, you know, and granted this was released in, uh, December of, of 2020 when I don't think there are a lot of theaters open due to the pandemic stuff. Um, I think if I had seen this in theaters, I probably would have been extraordinarily disappointed with this. Uh, but as a $6 rental on a Saturday night when we didn't really feel like going anywhere, um, it's, it's passable. Um, I would say, Hanks probably elevates this to a solid C plus B minus level movie, which, you know, maybe if it had more of a, more of a through line beyond the extraordinary, extraordinarily basic plot. Like if, if you'd had more of an idea of what the Hanks characters motivations were for a lot of things, uh, then it might've helped and you kind of get, you kind of get a lot of his motivation because of the 
because of the I'll call it the failed twist of this movie, you kind of get a lot of his motivations dumped on you in the last like 10 minutes. And if you'd had, you know, maybe some flashback scenes or something or or I mean, he does have a lot of I mean, they basically end up being monologues with the kid because the kid doesn't speak any English. So, I mean, he has a couple scenes where he's monologuing about things, ostensibly telling them to the child. But since she doesn't really, you know, she responds to him in the in the native language that she speaks, which is sometimes subtitled and sometimes not. So the audience sometimes knows what the kid is talking about. Um, it might have helped to have more flashbacks to the the period in the Hanks character's life before this film takes place to make us care about the thing that it hits you with in the last 15, 20 minutes that you're supposed to care about, but because of the way they present it and the way it's reacted to Corey and I both found ourselves being like, why are we supposed to give a shit about this? Um, because no one else really seems to either. Um, so I would rate this probably a solid C plus um, wanted it to be better and has some nice moments, some, some nice uh, cinematography given the locations. I'm curious to find out where this was actually filmed. Um, could have been somewhere in the American West. Wouldn't be surprised if it was like Canada or Australia or something. I might actually go look that up uh, just to see where it was filmed. Um, so yeah, that's my first, I guess, uh, mini movie review thing. Um, there'll probably be more of these, in, as I said on another show that I haven't put out just yet. Uh, Josh and Sarah did a couple of these over the weekend. They went and saw Spiral. Um, and they did a really short one on a something they rented or something last night called an A24 release called St. Maud. I have to assume as more new releases come out, you might see more of these like short short reviews for things. Um, so yeah, we're just expanding the feed, I guess. Um, have a great week, everyone. My plan was to do one of these for the uh, Amazon uh, film release Without Remorse with Michael B. Jordan, which is a Tom Clancy adaptation. I went to watch it last night, watched the first like 10 or 15 minutes, and then my Amazon video crashed. And I, it was like 1230 at night. I didn't feel like dicking around with it to try to get it to work again at that time of night. So uh, I would expect that to be done at some point soon, uh, whenever I have a chance to actually sit and watch that entire movie. Um, I will probably do something like this on that. Uh, so watch this space for more stuff like that. Uh, we'll be doing, Josh and I will be doing our uh, latest retro comic pod, a review of Spider-Man Maximum Carnage with guest star Steven Becker. Um, so that should be released uh, probably sometime this week. Our CW review shows continue as usual. Uh, there's more shows per week now, so uh, they're going to start to get a little longer, I think. But uh, we'll try to do our, our best with that. Thanks. I'm all 